Do the trashy pulp novels of the world have anything to offer? Our bestseller is all they're cracked up to be. Here at Terrible Book Club, we explore whether you really can judge a book by its cover or its ridiculous synopsis. You ever passed a book and thought, ugh, who's reading this? We probably are. episode 109 of the terrible book club i'm paris and this is chris hello this time we read a small centaur adventure by n wilson this appears to have been self-published in july of 2018 and is an 18-page sexual fantasy that is part of a 36 book series of these things apparently wow our patron Dari requested that we read and review this Fun fact, Daria was our very first patron, so we owe her quite a lot of gratitude for being our longest-running supporter. Thanks, Daria. Thank uh, you. If you, too, would like to force us to read a book, you can head over to our Patreon and select the $10 a month tier to fast-track your book of choice to an upcoming episode. If this is your first time listening to the show, what we do here at the Terrible Book Club is we read books that we assume will be bad based on their cover, title, summary, or some combination of the three. And sometimes, like today, we read books that our patrons, listeners, or friends recommend. So we do the opposite of what most people do when they are in a bookstore or browsing for ebooks online. Usually, this experiment results in a disappointing read, but once in a while, we do actually end up liking the book. Uh, content warnings for today. Uh, once again, we're reviewing porn, so there will yeah. be graphic sex <laughs> Welcome descriptions. Back. There will be graphic sex descriptions in addition to uh, human and centaur sex, and uh, you know, bonus small penis humiliation. That's also a theme. <laughs> Untrodden territory. Here okay. we go, guys. Like, hey, if you just gonna warn you, you're right up front here. Get ready for uh, discussions of uh, yeah. human centaur mechanical relations. Yeah. So. Uh, um, thanks, Dar. <laughs> yeah, that's the time. All right. Um, would you like to read the summary for us, Chris? Sure. And this is this is one of those books that's so short that we didn't feel we needed to write an additional summary. We're just going to read much on here on the, the back. back of the book. So, like, there's not much else to um, take in. <laughs> yeah! oh, that's that's a joke. That's an yeah, that's a joke for this book. Okay, here we go. This is a short erotica story containing explicit scenes of a sexual nature, and as such, is not intended for readers under the age of 18. Babies, get out right now. After chasing down a bandit and recovering his stolen money, Rick finds himself stranded in an unfamiliar forest. Hoping to find a horse to ride home or a friendly village, he wanders deeper inside. After a long walk, he happens upon a beautiful woman bathing in the lake. When he draws attention to himself, he prepares for the worst, expecting her to fly into a rage and accuse him of spying on her. Instead, she seems strangely unconcerned about him seeing her naked. 
It is only when she emerges from the lake that he realizes she isn't a regular human. She is a centaur. She introduces herself as Elise and offers Rick a ride back to the nearest town if he rides her in a very different way in exchange. <laughs> He's more than happy to oblige, but how well can it possibly end when Rick's small offering is being compared with the huge endowment of a centaur man? This story contains scenes of sex with a centaur, SPH, small penis humiliation, titwank, blowjob, and casual sex. You may remember us from such porn reviews as uh, Troll King. I forget what Ravaged the... By Ravaged the by the Troll King, uh, which was our first episode of this season. Seems we just cannot escape the, um, the short pornographic books this year. Late Bloomer might be in this category. It's not a short one explicitly meant for jerking off in like 10 minutes and then you're done, but... Yeah, that's true. Porn-ish. That's, it's more of a, that's more of a many sessions to get through. <laughs> yeah. Certainly right. get more for your money with uh, Late Bloomer. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I will say, yeah, of the recent... I feel like every sex book we do is like something a patron recommends or some recommendation that someone made... And we feel indebted to therefore do like we never we never explicitly are like, yeah, yeah we want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, you know, like uh, this one, Dari chose late. Bloomer, are we the D subs? Chose. Are we the book subs? Yeah. Paris, someone, someone's, the actually, of- someone's getting off to us reading these shitty porn novels. Oh, That's God. what this is. Oh. Yeah. It's all part of the game. It's very much like a movie I recently watched. What? Uh, it's what called, <laughs> It's called R100. It's a Japanese film. Have you ever oh. seen that? No, I have not. Okay. I have not even heard of that, but okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> now that we are confirmed subs. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm right. a meatball sub. What are you? Oh, oh uh, so um, Asiago bread. Uh, e- a layer of egg pepper jack and american cheese and then all the veggies and sriracha uh creamy sriracha that's my layer of egg all right oh dude egg and two times types of cheese and all the veggies and all the hots too with the creamy sriracha it's fucking excellent get that next time you go to your local subway (laughs) i'm a meatball sub because i'm very straight to the point and satisfying without much fanciness about me i feel Whereas I am an overly complicated, customizable veggie delight with surprise yes. egg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Now that now that we've defined what type of subs we are. All right. Yeah, the uh, back of the book summary just kind of gives it all it, to you man. there. It's 18 He's... pages. There's not a whole lot to say. Um, characters and setting. We are in the forest. No idea. The forest. No idea where. Not sure what continent this forest is on. Um, Rick the human and Elise the centaur. Um, I kind of wanted to say Rick to human, like Rick to life. Uh, <laughs> Elise the centaur. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Paris. I headcanoned this guy as Richard from the Sword of Truth because I don't yeah, know why it was yeah. funnier that way. Well, because it's like a fantasy-ish setting, and he's a bumbling idiot so yeah. it kind of stumbles out. into things working out for him in the end yes so it sure does very richardy to me he has to do zero work and receives all the reward it's <laughs> yeah. really it's really a perfect and uh perfect uh one-to-one there 
Yeah, so I can't... Oh, man. All right, so like I said, we... <laughs> a few episodes ago... What episode was that? Was R- Ravaged by the Troll King? It was like 102 or something. Okay, like that, We okay. hit 100 like right before the end of the year. Okay, so it was like seven episodes ago. So a couple months ago. We read it in I think like November or December, but the episode came out in January. Anyway... Um, Ravaged by the Troll King, we had a lot of problems with because it was like a, it was a, it was a rape fantasy, which was like just hard for us to kind of get around. So for this one, I gotta say, like comparing Ravaged by the Troll King and a small centaur adventure, like centaur adventure has got a lot going for it. You know, it's much better. It's much better. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) all right. All right. Like. The We're temp- going to get to tearing our porn reviews <laughs> yeah. at this point, Ferris. Well, so like, you know, I don't want to, for people who have listened to other episodes where you're talking about sex stuff, I don't really want to keep repeating myself, but I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of this kind of stuff. Like I don't consume any of this. So it's one of, it's a sort of a difficult episode because this is not for me and it's not for me for, and there's like layers of not for me. It's like, I don't read erotica and then it's also like i don't want to fuck a horse and then also like i don't it's a really centaur, paris it's different i don't have like a penis humiliation fetish so like none of these things are for me but <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not for me either i'm not going to go as so far as to say i've never consumed erotic content oh yeah you've been you've been purpose. very you've been very clear that you have and that's fine Sure, but like definitely uh, the terms of the horse lady and the humiliation fetish, not, 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 not my, we're not the niche here. No, we're, no, we're not. But putting all that aside, the writing was technically fine. Yeah. It was fine. I suppose if you are into that and you just need something for like 10 minutes to like, you know, stimulate your imagination a little. Yeah, there you go. It's here for you. Although yeah. my one critique though is that it's 18 pages, and yet somehow there were, like, still several spelling or grammatical errors. Come on, man. Just clean that shit up. Like, it's 18. It's 18. Not even. It's 18 pages. Like, just, it's kind of inexcusable to have such a short work have several noticeable errors in it. So, you know, bleh, maybe clean that up a little bit, especially if you're going to make me pay $3 for it um, for 18 pages. But, I again... The writing is fine. It's it's not, you know, it's not going to win a Pulitzer, but it's also <laughs> it's also like parsable and makes sort of Are, sense. There, there must be like erotic short story awards or something. Oh, uh, yeah, I think there are. Um, actually, no, well, I know there are. Uh, let me let me just open the book. I'll just read a passage. I won't read any. I'll spare us from reading any sex stuff for, for right now. Maybe later I'll feel different. Yeah, Maybe in 10 sure. minutes I'll feel differently. Um, <laughs> After you're warmed up. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, really demonstrate that the writing is much, much better for, than the last book. Um, Rick was panting for breath as he slipped his sword back into the sheath hanging from his waist. He couldn't help grinning slightly, basking in his victory as he looked down at his now unconscious opponent. There, he said, bracing his hands against his knees while he caught his breath. Maybe that'll teach you to be more careful who you steal from. He was fully aware that his words were falling on deaf ears, but still made him feel better to say it. Maybe if he was lucky, the words would somehow get through to his unconscious opponent anyway and convince him to change his mind when he finally woke up again. He had been riding his horse back to town after completing his latest bounty, but had been flagged down by an old woman near the entrance to a dense forest. Seeing an opportunity to do some good and hopefully get paid as a result, Rick had brought his horse to a stop and hopped down to offer her some assistance. 
Anyway, anyway, like it's just you know, it's fine. It's a yeah, it's, it's, right? You know, like, totally fine. Like very able to be read. <laughs> very. Right <laughs> um, by the Troll King, much harder to parse and sort of going from point to point. And this follows a logical progression of he was following a bandit and then he had to beat up the bandit. Well, well, and- well, we'll talk about maybe how it's like it, it's written okay enough, but the internal logic is a little broken because. Uh, so all right, so here's the thing. Rick chases down this bandit, beats him up, and he's a bounty hunter. So he's going to like, you know, sling him over his horse and take him back to town and get a reward for it. However, in the process of pursuing the bounty hunter, his he forgets to tie his horse down, of course, you know, in the The bandit, not the know. bandit. He is the bounty hunter. Yeah, sorry. Um he forgets to tie his horse to a post or something. Um and the horse, I guess, doesn't have any loyalty and like runs away or so. I don't know, just does horse goes and does horse stuff. <laughs> Um, and so the horse is not there and he's like, fuck, how the hell am I going to get back to town? So like any normal person would just be like, all right, I guess I'll just walk back on the road to the town. And he does mention that it's quite a long walk, but his alternative is I know instead of walking back to town on the road or looking for my horse, I'm going to wander around in the forest to see if I can catch an animal to tame, to ride it back to the village that to me makes zero yeah. sense. Not a thing a real person would ever think. And also, like, I know the author is just trying to get Rick into the forest to contact the centaur, but there are a million other more reasonable ways you could have made them uh, <laughs> yeah. meet. Like, in this version, you know, he has this dumb fuck idea to find and tame another animal to ride back to town. And I know this is like a fantasy world, but. It still seems like animals operate like animals do in this world. So I must like it doesn't it's not like this is a world of instantly tameable animals. You know, we're not led to believe that. So it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, it could have been as simple as and then I needed to find a drink of water somewhere. Here's yes. The lake. Yep. It <laughs> with the been... centaur lady yep. in it. Also could have been as simple as like I heard a rust. I saw a horse ass and thought it was my horse. But then when I went up to it, it was a person horse and not my horse. Like, it could have been like, oh, it's the same color as my horse. You know, it could have been like this whole like, oh, I found my horse. Oh, no, it's a big titted centaur lady, not my horse. (laughs) Just happens to be the same color. I mean, there are just so many more plausible (laughs) reasons to get him into the forest. So I do take... Helping you get to your centaur sex (laughs) seem easier and smoother. Yeah, I mean... To be fair, that's what we're doing. We're critiquing the I mean, like, the yeah, we're trying to get there, right? Like, I don't need, like, the three pages. Like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, like, I don't need three pages of Rick running around the forest when you could just say, oh, shit, I'm thirsty. There's a lake over here. Oh, and you could have the exact same scene of him, like, stumbling into the lake and seeing her naked and being like, oh, I'm sorry, but she's fine with it. Well, and, I mean, I think there's an appropriate amount of buildup, but I, yeah, I just think that the logic of him, the reasoning for him... <laughs> Going into the forest is incredibly stupid. And I, I don't know if we're just supposed to, if Rick is just supposed to be a dumbass and like that's part of it. I don't know. It's not clear. Oh, he also, the other dumb fuck thought he has is maybe if I can't find an animal to tame, I'll find a small hidden village with horses so I could buy one. Why would you think there's a small hidden village in the forest and that you would just find it by stumbling into it? Like, and horses don't, like, love the forest. They'd have to, like, have cleared quite a bit of the forest for them to be able to do horse stuff in, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
yeah, yeah. Horses aren't just like bobbing and weaving in the forest around the trees. Like that's not. No, what... they like the more open plains, and, and you know. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this leads us to uh, when he meets Elise the centaur, and of course, at first he thinks she's just a woman because she is bathing, so her lower half is submerged in what must be a pretty deep little pond, I guess, or. Lake. Sure. I'm, I'm We're not, not going to really quibble. Sure. This is the least thing we have to oh, quibble about. Is... <laughs> and, you know, of course, like the first thing he notices is she has huge breasts because. Of I, yeah, I don't know. Man noticed boob before anything. I mean, yeah. she is nude, I suppose. So, like. Eh. Sure. It's just why they always got to be huge. Why is this always. Small yeah. small breasts are fine. Small breasts, medium breasts, fine. no breasts. They, everything they, is yeah. fine. Why does it's, it always yeah, have to it be big? It doesn't always have to be mega boombas, guys. Yep, mega, mega bajangas. So the huge swell of her breasts was incredible, like the first description we get. Um, <laughs> so the next point about the centaur, I, Chris, I don't know how you feel about this. So at first I was like, oh, wow, she has dark skin and thick black hair. Oh, my God. Are we getting someone who's not white, who is like an object of desire and then i was like wait or is this just exoticism and gross because we're fetishizing a, a non-white person and i like couldn't decide i was like is this good is this bad i mean i think it's fine well i think it's fine because they don't really dwell on her features and in, in a way beyond just saying she has dark skin and thick black hair yeah, and it's not like her, like, exotic culture is, you know, besides, I guess, that she's a little freer about nudity and sex. Because but, centaur. But, not, but, yeah. Not but necessarily because, set, yeah. yeah, because skin tone or whatever. I mean, yeah, it so, does say dark skin. That could just, I don't know if that means brown, black, very tan. I Like, I don't. That, that, that's kind of why it's fine for me, honestly, is because it could be a range of things and we're not dwelling on it. It's just like, oh, she's probably not super pale white object of desire yeah i guess i was just really happy that it wasn't like her alabaster skin again because every book we (laughs) read it's like the whitest milkiest woman and i'm just like oh god at least this lady's got dark glistening skin hey a little different i'll take it yeah uh black hair not blonde not red black hair i feel like every they never it's never black hair so i guess which makes a little bit more sense for a horse person no you you have horses with like blonde or white manes right yeah like, horses so have I, kind of all colors so anyway it's that nice. was just a, a thought a i had nice point yeah I was like, another okay. nice point i mean can we I, no we shouldn't wait to get into the sex stuff i guess until um that. yeah so i guess like from the context of the book it sort of seems like centaurs and humans don't have a lot of interaction with one another so this is kind of a um, you know, like an anomalous thing. It's kind of a, a wacky, you know, like, oh, no, a human. Oh, no, a centaur. Like, they're not afraid of each other, but it's pretty clear that this isn't typical, right, that they would meet. Rick wasn't expecting it. Um, So Rick is like, Rick just can't help himself and is immediately hard at the sight of hot centaur lady. <laughs> like, it's kind of immediately what happens, and he's a little embarrassed about it. He's like, oh, shit, does she know I'm turned on? I don't want to freak her out. Which... I kind of appreciated that, like, the character at least had some self-awareness and was like, hey, maybe I shouldn't be a total creep to her. You know, maybe I should be more careful about this. I should make sure that she's okay with me being aroused by her. 
I appreciated that. Um, yeah, I mean, he he is like peeping on her at the start when she's in the lake. At you know he, and he accidentally falls in and is like, oh, I wasn't looking. When in the text, he's like, Yeah, I was looking. But it's it's fine because she's horny anyway and down with it is basically how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, I I at least appreciate that he had some internal yeah, dialogue right? with himself like, and some shame about like, yes. oh, maybe I shouldn't be creeping on ladies. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's kind of what I was getting around to is like, mercifully, at least that. Yeah, and... um. But, you know, the realm of fantasy is, is not just that she's half horse, but it's also that she's just like... Oh, yeah, I'm totally down to bone. Like, I haven't had sex in a while, so you want to fuck me? Like, <laughs> I don't know how... Yeah, it's know. not really how things work yeah. all the time. Generally, in, generally. In sexual fantasy, like, novels or short stories, fine. Fine. I don't have a problem with that. And, you know, conceivably, this isn't a totally anomalous... People, There are people out there who are like, I haven't fucked in a while, you're cool, come on, let's go. Yeah, right? I mean, it's it's fine. But, you know, again, just pointing out that is the realm of fantasy yeah um <clears throat> you know and they even have a conversation where he says you know i'd feel kind of bad if i thought i was coercing you into it like some kind of prostitute which you know i don't want to there's nothing wrong if you do sex work but i do like the idea that he's like hey i just want to make sure i'm not coercing you you yeah. know there's like this is also your idea here yeah and she's basically like i'll give you a ride back to town and you can give me a ride too and he's like, are you sure? Like, I, it, that seems like a great deal for me. And she's like, yeah, it is a great deal for you. So you want to do it? Which is cool. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It makes everything better. I, I just really appreciate the very clear consent that is established yes. Yes. with this man having sex with this centaur. Yes. <laughs> yes, is... I'm right there with you, Paris. It's Ugh. great when we're all consenting and making it very obvious that like, hey, we're both cool with this. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, although I do kind of think the centaur has a I'm not like the other girls vibe, which I don't really appreciate <laughs> because it, it says I'm I the cool nerdy centaur yes. that plays video games it says, and listens to metal. I know you human you humans tend to spend absolutely ages talking it over and going for meals and all that. But if I'm horny, then I'd rather just get straight down to the action. Like, it's just. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little over the top with the. I'm not like the other. I mean, I guess she's not right. She's fucking yeah, half horse. Yeah, she's got a you're horse gonna, half You're gonna fuck the she's horse not part like of the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> she really isn't like oh. the other girl. Paris. <laughs> I mean, don't people like? Wouldn't you be worried about being kicked to death? Well, we'll talk about the mechanics next. So, you know, yeah, so right after go, that, right yeah. after that, he says. uh all right, I you know I can respect that. So uh, you want me to just put it straight in? And she's like, "That's how it's usually done." And so she just turns around and, and off we go. Off we go. Um, and uh, it says he carefully lined himself up behind her. Okay, this, this there's is my major no problem with the whole story. There's no <laughs> other. There's no other definition or detail about this but if you have a human man and a centaur woman that centaur's genitals is going to be probably at face height right for a man yes so he's going to be on a rock is she laying she's not laying down it's pretty clear that she's standing 
So, yeah, they don't really quite explain how he's able to reach. Do the lighting here, which I... (laughs) Welcome to our discussion of the (laughs) mechanics of... Centaur human relations oh, here. Man. Like something, man. Like you <laughs> like you can't it, it's not just you walk up behind her unless she has extremely small legs, which I don't think would support the weight of a centaur. No, body. he's talking he actually talks about how broad and powerful her body is, so she's clearly horse size, which is, you know, fairly uh, yeah, large. I guess we like, just have to headcanon the step stool rock somewhere <laughs> in this guess. near the lake yeah. or something. Um, because if not, then this makes no sense unless he has extremely long legs as well. And that's how he caught up with the bandit before. Yeah, Rick the long-legged but small penis man. This is the... You know what they say about a man with long legs, Paris? Tiny penis. This is actually a centaur slender man crossover yeah, yeah, for him. Yeah. <laughs> They don't explain that, but the Slender Man's name is actually Rick. Uh, yeah, he's an idiot out. that's yeah. in the forest and fucks centaurs. <laughs> um, you know, for those of you who have gotten this far into the episode and are like, are they ever going to talk about whether this is bestiality? Well, here we are. Um, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, a person with a, sentient, a, per, a human, right? a sentient like, human mind that, that can, can communicate. Consent. That can, can consent. that can consent and communicate the same as their partner. So as much as it pains me to say, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're still having sex with a, uh, yeah, a consenting party that they can communicate with. Uh, I don't love it. I wouldn't do it. But <laughs> also, this doesn't really exist, right? Centaurs yes, aren't real, and- so... But, it, you know, there is sort of a creep factor because then you're like, does this, does, like, are you saying people should think sexy thoughts about horse genitals? Because I don't know how I feel about that part. Mm. That's the part that makes me a little, yeah. uh, <clears throat> So it's a little tough, I think, to kind of come to a final decision there. <laughs> uh <laughs> DBC no. drawing lines in the sand. <laughs> oh, welcome to porn court. All in session. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, this is, does it count? Whatever. I mean, I'm not. I'm not the be all end all porn judge here. I'm not the end of the universe. Uh, I'm not the judge. Um, <laughs> I'm not know, the you, horse pussy judge. Here. You don't. You don't get to the end of the afterlife and find me eating my burrito. I'm like, whoa, are we hearing the case about? Fucking horse centaur fucking today. Uh, anyway, uh, moving that, on. That was a terrible yes. s- reference to the good place. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, I guess I'm not. Yeah, like I appreciate there's consent. It's a it's a human mind, but there is a problem there because you're like, well, if you're fucking horse genitals, that's a little concerning. You don't want people to go about doing that in real life. So there's the thing that concerns me. But yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Would it have been better if she somehow had a more human set of genitalia? Oh, uh, you're talking like reverse centaur, like Bojack Horseman? That's somehow worse to me. N- well, not th- like what? Okay. Like a horse head and human if, body? Pa- Paris, okay. So what if like between the front legs <laughs> there was, right? Like. Oh, you're talking like a, like a, like a, uh, like pan, like a, like a fuck. What do you call those? 
I don't know. I haven't come up with the word for front horse pussy, Paris. No, I no, can't no, say no, that no. Um, it's it, a satyr, a satyr, a satyr. No, but like they, they've still got the the hind legs and all that stuff and whatnot. But like just below the front part of the two legs is a more. So it's not again. It's not the location. It's the fact that the part you're fucking is a horse. I, that, I, <laughs> God, this is so awful. I don't know. Is the yeah. inside of a horse one super different from? Is it like a duck thing where it's like a corkscrew or? A, oh, I don't know, man. We we know like the, the from late bloomer that there's the dog thing is like a little different. Oh yeah. Oh god, I just never want to think about that again. Um. Is, so <laughs> where where is do we? Ugh. Yeah. The it's... answer is like if it's got four legs, I am not into it, Paris. <laughs> like really? Yes. It comes down to <clears> I'm <throat> sorry if you for some reason have four legs, which I don't think is a disability anyone has, so Yeah, I mean I, I think what you're getting at is like you you know you and I uh, are attracted to humans and this is not a bipedal bipedal human. This is not a human totally I don't know that Porn, porn TBC porn court is gonna is gonna we're gonna go to recess uh, right now. We're not sure where where this falls. <laughs> anyway, we now move to the uh, tiny penis humiliation part yeah. of the show. There we go. Which is you were all waiting for it. Something I'm also not into. So there's you know the the dude is having sex with the horse lady, and the horse lady's like, "You were having sex with me? I didn't even notice." Um, and she starts making fun of, um, his small penis and, uh, she even touch slaps it with her, gives it a little, little slap with her hoof and is like, ha ha, it's so small. And he's like, oh, weird. I thought that I would hate being made fun of, but I actually enjoy this. So I guess this is maybe something he didn't know he was into and now he is. Um, I'm glad that it's he's into it is part of this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine if you're into this. It's fine if you have a small penis. It doesn't mean that you can't pleasure others or like you're a lesser person at all. No, no. Uh, although we'll talk about pleasuring others uh, in a yeah. moment. So mm. the next, the two other things that happen is she gives him a a tit job for lack of a better word. Yeah. You know, huge boobs, tiny penis. I guess people are into that size differential. That happens. She then uh, gives him oral sex. Um, but but that's it. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a little strange that throughout this whole fantasy, the man literally stumbles into an amazing sexual opportunity for him, and the the female character here doesn't really get anything out of it. Um. I was totally waiting for the part where he's like, I guess I better use my hands or arm or, or mouth, anything. which, you know, like, you know what lines up with a horse pussy, your mouth, <laughs> your face, <laughs> you know, like, you could have done something. He doesn't even <laughs> offer, I think, does he? Um, yeah, he'd thought that after disappointing her with his little dick that she would just turn around and leave him there. Uh, Elise chuckled. I made a deal with you, didn't I? Besides, I can't help but take pity on you after seeing what you're packing. The world has clearly screwed you over enough for one lifetime. I'd feel bad leaving you lost out here. Here, hop on and we'll get going. Okay, sure. Thank you. 
Like you can how it ends. at least be like, hey, I, I, there's other ways. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not the like, only way. Everybody, public service announcement. Yeah, I, I was a little dismayed that it was like. I, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be, you know, your a humiliating thing, but. Why doesn't he try to pleasure the centaur lady at all? He doesn't do anything other than try to put his dick in her and that she can't even feel it, so... <sighs> Other things are possible, Rick. Yeah. I do- so this is the thing I didn't like about this, is that, once again, we're normalizing that, like, you know, one sexual partner gets all the gratification while the other doesn't really, but is still fine about it, and mo- in most cases, this is usually, like... Man gets all the gratification, woman doesn't, but woman is fine with, you know, not. And again, mind you, it's possible in, like, a longer-term relationship especially to have sessions where, like, one person gets a little bit more out of it than the other, or even it maybe is a little one-sided. That's a possible thing that can happen, and it's not always totally, like, it has to be exactly equal or whatever. But in, like, a one-off situation, you'd at least want to try and make the offer is really all I need here is just, even if she's like, nah, I'm cool, it's not going to work for me in the end. Whatever, but try. I mean, I'll disagree with you a little, and I just think that we should all be trying our best. Yeah, we should be trying our best. No matter how many times we've, you know, been with a person or how long. Sure, but sometimes, you know, maybe one partner is more into it, and one partner is like, yeah, I'll go for it, but I don't really care about myself. That that I've been that partner before, where I'm like, yeah, I'll go for it, but I don't. you don't have to worry about oh, me. Oh, yeah, I mean, I get, and I understand that, like, obviously everyone has their, you know, their uh, opinions or likes and dislikes with sex. I get that, but the this is, unfortunately, another story fitting into this very yes. common refrain where yes. it's all about the man woman doesn't really get much out of it 100 Um, yeah and it's not like she's like oh yeah i'm a dom centaur like my whole thing is making fun of your dick like she was just like i don't know it was fine it wasn't great but whatever (laughs) like it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of sucked oh so ta-da there's is what what else is that's it right like they (laughs) they just ride off and uh yeah that's it she brings him to the city and he's like wow that was a fun time. The end. So, yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah. I mean, can we fix it? I mean, my two comments are, yeah, fix it by making sure you have zero technical writing problems in 18 pages, my friend. And also, make sure the central lady has a good time or that you're at least telling us, like, no, this is what she likes. You know, like, this or is even, what worked yeah. for her. And yeah. rather than she was disappointed and was just like, oh, well. <laughs> sucks um you know i don't know do we do we want to bring uh tbc porn court back in session let gavel us in here um, sure is this for like uh comparing it to troll king purposes no or? i was gonna get back to whether or not fucking a centaur is bestiality because that's because we recent we took a recess from uh, that uh you know we had lunch we came back we got our subway sandwiches am I, am I the uh, juror or like the barrister or like the lawyer <laughs> here you're the court stenographer you actually don't have to make any decisions <laughs> Good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a great job. Take the minutes on this one here. Yeah, I I really don't. <sighs> it's better than like. Okay, so Paris, <laughs> like, let's say. Is this like the ship of Theseus, where it's like, how many more <laughs> pussies makes makes a bestiality? At what point? Yeah, it's really like the brain, right? This the sentient living, like, yeah, you know, I, self-aware I... part of it that. 
Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, I I mean that's that's initially where I sided with this is like you still have a human who can understand you consent and like interpret what's happening. You know, if that human brain got stitched to a horse pussy, who am I to say? <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah, but oh, I'm, still... I'm not weirded out by like when I play Mass Effect and you're like able to romance the alien creatures, which are sentient, but they're also very humanoid alien creatures. Yeah, that's true. You very rarely have aliens that are like. There's um... no Rachni romance option, which is the spider bug race. So. <laughs> yeah. No one's like, you know, put your hand into my sentient gas cloud, baby. You know, it's always like a very... Why isn't that? Though? I would read that. I'd, you I know, know. like know. new uh, frontiers of eroticism. You know, we've talked about this before. We really need sentient gas cloud alien races. We're Actually, down down with this anthropomorphic... <laughs> I did read one tyranny. book one time. I did read one book one time that kind of had like a weird, like, I'm in love with this not anatomically human alien creature thing. Hmm. Um, it was called Imagica. Uh, I'm wondering who wrote this. It was like Clive something. Oh, Let God. Was it Piers Anthony? No, it was definitely not Piers Anthony. Was it Clive Barker? <laughs> it was Clive Barker. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Clive um, and yeah, so like the male protagonist in that book had a relationship with the sort of like agender, like, alien creature thing and the sex was always described as like i was penetrating and also being penetrated at the same time kind of a thing oh and i wrote that when i was you like know, 12 three cheers for clive barker always I, always I a new way to that, fuck me up <laughs> I, I was i did read that when i was like 12 or 13 and i think that might have helped me like understand some sort of like agender trans stuff earlier and be like oh yeah that's fine i guess yeah, and and I guess that's the other thing that I'm I'm considering here. It's like, how much do the genitals really matter if you have a consenting person that you're attracted yeah. to who is of that, age? Who is of yeah, age? Yes, yes. Just gonna scream that right now because I realize yes. we haven't talked about that. But and, um, also good that the the author called out at the beginning of this like everyone is over eighteen. Cool. Um, yes. My my only concern is that like when we're talking about sort of unknowable aliens. That's not similar to another creature we have on Earth except for humans. Okay, yeah. So the the problem with the horse stuff is that it's like Yeah, I, I don't know. But but I guess it's it's not a it's not a horse, right? It's a centaur. It's, it's, it's a half got a the horse. Self aware brain is really the key part yeah, of this. Yeah. Yeah. So like I guess. All right, all right. Continue. So I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna rule. Uh I, I need I need both I need closing arguments <laughs> from I, both I'm sides. I'm the stenographer here, apparently. Okay. I don't really I think I just gave closing arguments. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Time, time for the judge to rule. Um, gonna say this is this is not bestiality. Yes, because specifically of the working sentient mind here. Yes. Uh, we could continue to rule on further things. I've got my fifth edition monster <laughs> manual from D and D here, Paris. If well, you'd like to just you sort know, of it's really do too some bad. rapid fire rulings. How do you? What's your feeling on beholder sex? Oh Jesus, no. I mean, not your personal thing, but, like, is it bestiality? Oh, God. All right. Look, I'm going to make some whipped cream for a pie day event. I'm actually not lying. That is a real thing I need to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, the classic excuse, Paris. <laughs> hey, it was, you know, it's pie day. I work for a science no, institution. No, you're, you're going to tell me what you think about beholder sex, Paris, before you get to go. 
Can we can we sidebar? Can we have a separate trial about beholder sex? Because I feel like centaur and beholder are just too different to really. Di- this is this is uh, this is beyond the scope okay. of what, what, what about we're orc? litigating give me, give, give here me, in TBC porn court. Give me the orc ruling then. It's also beyond the scope. We need separate trials. <laughs> we need separate right, trials fine, fine. for each each species. All right. Um, I actually do have to go make whipped cream for a French silk pie I made for a pie day Zoom event for work. That is a real thing I am pressed for time on right now. <laughs> so we're going to end this episode. Um, Sorry we didn't. I mean, yeah, it's going to be like about 40, 45 minutes here. But, you know, it was an 18-page book, y'all. Sometimes this happens. You get It doesn't always have to be an hour. True. All right. Thank you to our patrons for making this porn court possible. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Dari. Thanks for choosing the book today. Uh, we had we had a time. I think it. I think it was. I think. I think I'm glad we read it. Um, sure. Because it's not something I ever would pick up, and it was. Sure. You know, it showed me that not all erotica is revenge or ravaged by the troll king. I want. You know. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Dari, Greg, Veronica, Will, D, Jared, Lynn, Senia, Bobby, Blackcat, Jen, Cena, Mayo, Cat, Elliot, Kieran, Martin, J, Scott, Luchek, CTAP, One, Miri, and OS. If you also want to help support the show, subscribe on YouTube. You press a button one time, you're done. Write us a review. Takes a minute, maybe. Um, tell people about the show, or you can become a patron. And, uh, you know, if you want to force us to read other erotica or perhaps something that isn't erotica, that'd be great. You yeah. can uh, subscribe at the $10 a month level and we will fast track your book uh, for an upcoming episode. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You can email us about how bad our ruling was today uh, at terriblebookclub at gmail.com. You could though. send us. Yeah, please don't. You, but yeah, I mean, you can send us an email, perhaps with better content, perhaps with like, hey, Paris and Chris, thanks for doing the show. It was real funny. I like you guys. <laughs> Uh, or you can send us a message with similar content on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Goodreads, or Patreon. All right. And that email was terriblebookclub at gmail.com. Yeah. Just to reiterate. And uh, yeah, I think uh, that's that's enough, Barrett. That's enough. I'm going to put my foot down here. I'm going to put my hoof down. You know, I can... You're going to put your hoof down on my tiny penis? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. God. <laughs> oh, man gonna right. send you off all of you <laughs> listeners humiliated that you had to listen to this i mean i think we determined though that someone out there is getting off on us on our discomfort over reading Ugh. this we are the true subs um remember complicated veggie delight signing off meatball sub signing off bye paris <laughs> bye